Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living, a program designed to educate and inspire listeners throughout Indian country. American Indian and Alaska Native Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he is here today to help you learn more about your health. Here is Dr. DeRose. Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we're speaking about a topic that really is good news throughout Indian country. And many of you, if you have connections throughout North America, dealing with First Nation peoples, you realize some exciting things have happened over the last decade or so when it comes to a very serious disease condition. I'm speaking today about diabetes. One of the exciting stories in Indian country is just the progress that's being made across Indian country as far as tribal communities when it comes to decreasing the ravages of diabetes. I can remember several years ago sitting in a National Indian Health Board-sponsored event and hearing the presenter from up front sharing some very exciting data, good news, about how differences, positive differences are being made throughout tribal communities when it comes to this ravaging disease of diabetes. But here's what I want to say. In spite of the progress that's been made, diabetes is still a killer. It is still robbing Native Americans of their eyesight, of their limbs, still causing heart attacks, still contributing to kidney failure and dialysis. And it is not, of course, just a Native American problem. Diabetes continues to ravage the world. And even though there are encouraging things happening in Indian country. I believe much more needs to be done. And so from that vantage point, we've been speaking on American Indian and Alaska Native Living about some other resources that you can use in addition to the great programs that are already taking place. You've got a, a tribal health department. They're doing some great stuff, likely, because many tribes are. You're partnering with organizations like the, the CDC or the National Institutes of Health or other organizations, the American Diabetes Association, and you're making a difference in your community. But the question is, what other resources can we bring to bear? For those of you who are regular listeners, one of the things that we recently featured on our broadcast is a free program that I designed several years ago, especially to make a difference in Indian country, but definitely throughout any community, throughout any home, if you want to say it that way, that is dealing with not only diabetes, but also with high blood pressure. And the reason that's so important is because these two conditions often go hand in hand, and they, they tend to often occur in the same people, but on top of that, they lead to the same complications. If you have diabetes, yes, you're increasing your risk of kidney failure, but add high blood pressure to the equation, and it even more dramatically increases your risk of losing kidney function, ending up on dialysis, or requiring a kidney transplant. The same is true with heart disease. Yes, diabetes, leading complication, leading cause of death in individuals with, with diabetes is heart disease. But you add high blood pressure to the equation, dramatically increases your risk of problems with high blood pressure. Talk about vision loss. The list goes on and on. Here's the simple point. The simple point is no matter what good things are happening, we're still dealing with huge rates of diabetes among Native Americans, among every segment of the population, not just in North America, but throughout the world. And what I'm saying is let's use all the tools that we've got. 
So one of the things I've been sharing with you is a free program. I call it 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. We've uh, just finished. This is uh, being recorded in November of 2021. We just finished running a group program where people could connect with my free daily videos and also get some weekly support. And we just heard some exciting stories. I'm going to take you to some more of the content from that program in this broadcast, as well as some real-life success stories. Then we're going to set the stage, at least in the not-too-distant future, to share with you other resources dealing with this great scourge throughout the world, specifically of diabetes. I am working to get some folks representing the program Diabetes Undone. This is something that's starting to get a lot more attention throughout Indian country, and we're looking at featuring that in an upcoming episode. So with that background, we're going to jump into some of the content that I presented as part of four weekly sessions that were designed to support people as they were using some free daily videos. If you're not familiar with those uh, free daily videos, let me tell you how you can access them. They're roughly about six minutes each. That's what they average out to, about six minutes. And you can get access to them by simply going to TimelessHealingInsights.info. So TimelessHealingInsights.info. If you go there, you'll find a playlist of 30 daily videos that are designed to walk you through natural strategies that can help you with high blood pressure and with diabetes. With that background, we're going to take you right to one of my presentations. We're sharing in this program things from the third and fourth sessions of these four weekly sessions that were designed to support people as they went on that 30-day journey. This is for you, because I would love for you to jump on and take advantage of those free videos as well. Take a listen. Welcome. It's good to see each one of you here tonight, as well as each one of you joining us virtually for our third session in 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. It has been an exciting journey. Many of you are interacting with us. We've got a lot of great questions that we want to answer this evening. But before we get into all that, I have to tell you we've got some loose ends that we're actually carrying over from things that you've asked in previous sessions. So tonight we're talking about this important question, are there shortcuts to better health? Are there shortcuts? And you might say, well, it depends what kind of shortcuts someone is looking for. One of the ones that has been alluded to in some of the questions that we've been getting is, well, should we just dump our prescription drugs so that we can adopt natural supplements? Is that really the strategy? When we speak about a natural lifestyle approach, do we need to be getting rid of all those prescription pills? Well, let me tell you, first of all, don't stop abruptly medications, especially high blood pressure drugs, because uh, we have seen literally nightmare scenarios, nightmare scenarios when people actually stop drugs without medical supervision. There are some medications that can cause what we call rebound hypertension, where your blood pressure goes up higher than it's ever been before. There are other drugs, if you stop high blood pressure drugs, that can actually trigger a heart attack. So please, be working with your providers. But you say, but I want to do things naturally. Well, that's what this whole program is about. But let me make an important point. When it comes to both diabetes and high blood pressure, I've been doing this for a long time, there are no supplements that are as powerful 
as comprehensive lifestyle changes. So the focus, the foundation of this program is lifestyle, but we are going to be talking tonight about some supplements. Some of you have been asking about some, and we've got those uh, in our presentation tonight answering your questions, but we're also going to be taking some new questions that have come through to us. Well, if you're just joining us for the first time, or if you're one of those folks who've written in, you say, I can't find the handouts, simply go to fortwayneadventist.org slash 30 days. That is the landing page. That will take you to all the weekly handouts. We've got them from previous weeks. And uh, you will also find these live sessions archived there. So all of those are available to you, fortwayneadventist.org slash 30 days. Now, if you go to that landing page, I just want to walk you through it. If you haven't been there lately, that will take you to the daily videos. So with that background, let's go to the resources because we've got some of your questions that are being answered here about supplements. When you take a supplement, a supplement can affect the metabolism of a medication. So there's stories, documented stories. Someone has a kidney transplant. They're on drugs to prevent the rejection of the kidney. They start taking a supplement very well-meaning, and it changes how the body deals with that drug. The drug effectiveness decreases, and they lose their kidney. Okay, you get the picture? So here's the point. The point is, even if the supplement is well-documented to be beneficial, if you're taking other prescription drugs, consult with your physician and or pharmacist, your provider, your pharmacist as well. Why? to see if you're taking medications that have this narrow therapeutic window where it could be dangerous to add even a beneficial supplement. Fair enough? So that's one of our ground rules. Now, it was asked last week, are there certain supplements that are particularly dangerous for high blood pressure? This is a list taken right from our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. And I want to walk you through a dozen herbs that are associated with elevated blood pressure. Now, it doesn't mean these herbs are bad. They actually may have some useful benefits. Let me give you an example. Some of you see ginkgo. It's the fourth one down on the left-hand column. Ginkgo has documented benefits as far as improving brain blood flow, okay? So ginkgo has been used for centuries. doesn't mean it's bad, but if you have high blood pressure, adding ginkgo may raise your blood pressure and get you into problems. Also, fourth down on the right side, you see senna. Senna is a common medication, quote, it's a plant compound, common supplement, better language, that is used for what? It's used for constipation. It's an irritant laxative. I don't like it for the way it works because these are habit-forming laxatives, but it is effective. So someone, you may have a a senna-containing laxative that can raise blood pressure. You also see on this list the fifth item on the right, St. John's wort. That has documented benefits in treating depression. But again, if you have high blood pressure, this is probably not the best supplement to use for an antidepressant. Do you see how that works? So you can see a number of other things listed there. Ginseng, which has anti-diabetic effects, but also can raise blood pressure. You may have seen ephedra. That can have significant blood pressure-raising effects. I'll let you study the other items on there. Again, it doesn't mean they're bad, these supplements, but they can have undesirable effects in raising your blood pressure. Some years ago, I was doing a seminar... And all of a sudden, I went mentioned one of the supplements on this list, and I heard a, an audible gasp from the back of the room. And uh, the supplement I had mentioned was licorice. And it turned out one of the individuals in the room was using lots of licorice. 
and was wondering about their high blood pressure. So keep these things in mind. Now, there are other macro and micronutrients that can be problems or benefits when it comes to blood pressure. So let's take a look at some of these. And this is uh, kind of building on some things, either that you've seen, questions that you've had, or things that are coming up. So let's look at a couple of micro and macronutrients. This is introducing you to some things that are coming up or we've already seen. So we've already talked about sodium, if you've been watching the videos. And uh, we have a rule of thumb for sodium. If you take the milligrams of sodium per serving and you divide it by the number of calories, less than one is the goal, okay? In other words, put another way, you want to have more calories than milligrams of sodium per serving to be a relatively good choice when it comes to sodium content, okay? So let's take an example. Let's say you buy a bag of corn chips, okay? You're following along with me? Corn chips. And let's say there's 150 calories per serving, how many milligrams of sodium might be in those corn chips? Could be a lot. May not be. Corn chips are surprising sometimes. May only be 100 milligrams of sodium. Some actual corn chips are not all that high in sodium because the salt is on the surface. They taste saltier than something like, believe it or not, corn flakes. You know, the average corn flake usually has double or maybe even triple the amount of sodium per calorie as corn chips. Yeah, the cornflakes usually a much higher sodium choice. So you've got to look at labels you can't always tell by taste. We are going to step away just for a bit from my presentation that was being given as part of session number three of the live and virtual support component for a free 30-day program that is available free on the Internet. If you want to get the complete program resources, just go to that website that was mentioned earlier, fortwayneadventist.org slash 30 days. The reason for that website is the host site for the event was the Fort Wayne, Indiana, Seventh-day Adventist Church. So fortwayneadventist.org slash the number 30 three zero days. That will take you to all the resources. If you just want the 30 daily videos, timelesshealinginsights.info. We're going to be back with more, more practical information that can help you with your high blood pressure, with your diabetes, help you decrease your risk of complications, and make a big difference for your own health and the health of those that you love. We'll be back with more right after this. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please reach out to us on the web at AIANL.org. That stands for American Indian Alaska Native Living. Again, AIANL.org. Or you can call us at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
When Jim died, I wondered if I would be able to keep the farm. Then I heard about the USDA's loan program for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. It's for women and minorities who may be having trouble getting credit. Once I was approved, the USDA's Farm Service Agency helped me get the credit I needed. Now I don't have to sell, and I can pass the farm down to my kids the way Jim's dad passed it down to him. I know he'd like that. Contact your local USDA Service Center or visit www.fsa.usda.gov. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to today's edition of American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we're featuring some more segments that were actually delivered in a live venue. It was a venue where people joined us in person, as well as many people joined us virtually from throughout the country to get support going through our free 30-day program. We call it 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. A lot of the content that we've been featuring on today's broadcast is especially dealing with high blood pressure. And if you've been with us from the top of the hour, we're focusing on this because if you are concerned about diabetes and its complications, you have to be concerned about blood pressure. I remember some years ago, actually in a uh, tribal health facility, I was speaking with health professionals caring for tribal members in their community. And I remember one of the community health workers saying that they had just left the home of someone who was in shock. They had just learned that they were going on dialysis. Now you would say, well, that would be shocking to anyone. It would be. But what was especially shocking is this person did not have diabetes, but they had uncontrolled high blood pressure. And this person just did not make that connection that their blood pressure, uncontrolled, was destroying their kidneys. So high blood pressure and diabetes go hand in hand, damaging the heart, damaging the kidneys, damaging your eyes. And so in this series, this 30-day, free 30-day series, where I've recorded about a six-minute, six-minute average length video per day, you can watch those videos and put them into practice. If you want to use the whole program, it's absolutely free. It's being hosted by the Fort Wayne First Seventh-day Adventist Church. That was the venue for these meetings. You can go simply to fortwayneadventist.org slash the number 30 and then the word days, D-A-Y-S. 
So fortwayneadventist.org slash 30 days. And uh, when you hear me talking about handout material, when you uh, hear segments from live presentations, those are all archived there. If you simply want to watch the 30 daily videos that I produced several years ago, you can actually find them on that uh, landing page that the Fort Wayne First Adventist Church has provided, but you can go directly to the videos if you prefer, simply by going to timelesshealinginsights.info. So two options to connect with the material. We're going to go back now to some of that material that was recorded in that live setting. We were especially talking about supplements, dietary supplements that may have an impact on blood pressure, on diabetes. That was featured in segment number three. We're going back to my discussion of these topics. Take a listen. So tonight, what kind of supplements do we want to focus on? We want to talk about magnesium. We had some questions that came through about magnesium. And uh, those of you who have the handout or download it, you can look at some of the benefits of magnesium, everything from having a role in smooth muscle relaxation and skeletal muscle relaxation for people with spasm problems to influencing osteoporosis and diabetes risk. But we're focusing on it because it can help lower blood pressure. And uh, how much magnesium does it take? We say it takes between three to 400 milligrams of elemental magnesium. Now, unfortunately, you could buy a magnesium supplement. It's not going to say how much elemental magnesium. I found uh, when I'm working with patients, the insurers that I work with, and many of you know, even though I'm based here in Indiana right now, the telemedicine practice is still with an old practice that I was in for a number of years in California. So the insurers out there, they like to cover magnesium oxide. That's what we found. So we'll give prescriptions for, say, 500 milligrams of magnesium oxide, and that's going to be the equivalent of 300 milligrams of elemental magnesium. Some of you say, well, I've got all this milk of magnesia sitting in my home. Well, milk of magnesia is a natural source of magnesium, and uh, it's got 500 milligrams of elemental magnesium per tablespoon, okay? Now, some people look on the milk of magnesia, and they read the amount, and they'll end up taking a laxative dose. The point is, if you get too much magnesium, it's going to clean you out, okay? Yeah, so just a warning. The other thing is if you have kidney problems, you don't want to add magnesium because one of the things that happens with kidney failure is you have difficulty eliminating things like potassium and magnesium, and it can be life-threatening. So if you have kidney issues, you should not be using magnesium. But other people, this is a safe and effective supplement and may even help if you have heart rhythm problems. I've seen patients who have their heart is skipping beats and things. They start taking magnesium, and the heart quiets down. Some of you asked about omega-3 fats, and we want to talk about those tonight. Let me first tell you about some of the things that omega-3 fats can help with. Uh, There are links with heart events. The better omega-3 fat intake may have some heart protective effects. It can help you lower your triglycerides, which is a blood fat that can increase your risk of heart attack and stroke can help lower blood pressure, has anti-inflammatory effects as well. So when we're talking, someone asked a question to us this week about natural strategies for pain control. This is one of the natural strategies for pain control, the omega-3 fats. Now, here's the thing. Most people, they think omega-3 fats, they say fish. Well, the problem with fish is that fish are also very effective concentrators of toxins. Okay, you following along with me? 
So if you want to look for uh, heavy metal contamination, fish is typically one of the leading sources in the American diet of, let's say, mercury exposure. So if you're concerned about your overall health, what we're saying in today's world, uh, fish may not be your best choice. On top of that, if we were all on the planet getting sufficient amounts of omega-3 fat, if we were getting it from fish, the fish resources of the world would be depleted rapidly. Okay? You'd wipe out the fish population. So we can't all get our omega-3 fats from fish. If we want to have a sustainable program for the world and you want to avoid the toxins, you need to get them from the same place the fish got the omega-3 fats from. Do you know that? Fish don't make omega-3 fat. Where do you think they get it from? That's right. They get it from eating plants and phytoplankton. Okay? So you can get omega-3 fats from plant sources. And I've included some details in your handout about some rich sources of omega-3 fats. There's a table uh, in the handout. I'm not going to project. It is from our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. If you're really trying to maximize omega-3 fat intake, things like chia seeds, flaxseed, flaxseed oil, uh, we, we prescribe this if you need high amounts like as an anti-inflammatory dose or you really want to take a significant amount of plant source for your blood pressure. Now, we talked about inflammation. Here's a person obviously with some knee problems. They've got someone wrapping them up with an ACE wrap. Well, what can you do to help your joints if you don't want to take prescription medications or other pharmaceutical agents? And in addition to the omega-3 fats, you may want to include turmeric, okay? We recommend starting with 500 milligrams three times a day. Boswellia, that is the same as biblical frankincense. And you can see there a Boswellia extract in the range of 200 to 600 milligrams twice a day also has natural anti-inflammatory effects, okay? Now remember, we're showing you this partly because of the questions you're giving us. Remember last week we said a lot of the common medicines used for inflammation do what? Raise blood pressure. Remember that? The non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs? The Nuprins and the Aleves, the ibuprofens, what do they do? They can raise your blood pressure 5, 10, 15 points. So if you can switch over to something like turmeric, Boswellia, omega-3 fats, these things either don't raise blood pressure or they lower it, as in the case of the omega-3 fats. We're going to step away from that recorded session and come back to our studios, just kind of giving you a little bit bigger picture for what you've been hearing. Again, if you just joined us and you're wanting to watch the full video, there are four one-hour videos that were designed to support people in real time who are going through a free 30-day program that I call 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. You can tap into all the resources, the videos, the free handouts. All of it is available at fortwayneadventist.org slash 30 days. That's the number 30, followed by the word plural, days, D-A-Y-S. For those of you that are hearing about the program for the first time, you say, okay, well, you're talking about supplements, you're talking about lifestyle, but what, what are the kind of lifestyle things that are focused in on during that program, during that 30-day program? They include things like the importance of eating more beans, how that can help stabilize blood sugar, lower cholesterol, impact cardiovascular risk. We talk about the dangers of caffeine in the program. That's right, caffeine can raise not only blood pressure, but blood sugar as well. Keep that in mind. We have segments on rest and sleep. We have 
components that deal with beverages. Of course, the ideal beverage for blood pressure and blood sugar is water. Uh, One of the reasons why people are putting on extra weight, regardless of what their uh, ethnic background is, one of the big challenges today is caloric beverages. So really be careful about those. We've got uh, chapters, uh, segments in this program that are dealing with specific supplements like magnesium that you heard about. We have things on stress management. We have things on weight loss. We have things on exercise, both aerobic and resistance exercise, even a section on hydrotherapy. There's a lot more. It's a 30-day program. It's yours free. Best single place to go? FortWayneAdventist.org slash 30 days. We've got more coming up as we continue practical things to help you whether you're concerned about high blood pressure, diabetes, or risk factors for those things. I'm Dr. DeRose. More coming up right after these important messages. American Indian and Alaska Native Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please contact us on the web at aianl.org or call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. A message from the National Police Association. It used to be that any able-bodied person would offer to assist a police officer in danger. Now, passers-by are more likely to take a video. There's a better use for your phone when an officer's in trouble. Call 911. Tell the operator where you are and what you see. Then, start your video to provide evidence later. To learn more about how you can assist law enforcement, visit nationalpolice.org. That's nationalpolice.org. Unlike other health concerns, mental illness is not always easy to see. Depression won't show up on an eye chart, and you can't measure it on your bathroom scale. Sorting out a mental health concern is not something to attempt on your own. You won't find a bipolar disorder by looking at a thermometer. Like many other health conditions, help for mental illness takes professional diagnosis and treatment. Anxiety won't just go away under a stick-on bandage. So the sooner you seek treatment, the better. If you or a loved one has a mental health concern, don't go it alone. Find out what to do. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Learn more at samhsa.gov support. That's S-A-M-H-S-A dot gov slash support. Using meth taught me everything about freedom, only not like you think. It taught me how easy it is to lose your freedom. If you think meth is taking control of you, ask for help. You have the power to be truly free. I know. I'm Jan, and I'm free from meth. If you or someone you know is struggling with meth, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov slash meth. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. 
Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to the second half of today's edition of the broadcast. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We're talking today about diabetes and high blood pressure, how they work synergistically. They work together to damage our kidneys, to damage our blood vessels, to damage our heart, our eyes, our nerves. We're talking about how you can get the upper hand by doing some simple, natural things. It is all contained in a program, an absolutely free program, that I put together several years ago called 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. In October and November of 2021, I hosted four live sessions where we were walking people through this daily program. They were watching our daily videos one a day, roughly about six minutes a day, putting those things into practice, and then having an opportunity once a week to ask questions about how the program was going. We, in this segment, are going to go to some of the question and answer segments that were featured in these weekly programs. If you're just jumping on and you don't know where to find the full program content, where to find the videos, the single best place to go is fortwayneadventist.org slash 30 days, fortwayneadventist.org slash the number 30 days. If you just want the videos or if you're having trouble accessing that website, you can simply go to Timeless Healing Insights, plural, timelesshealinginsights.info, and that will take you to all of the 30 daily videos. With that background, let's listen to some of the questions that were coming through, very practical things that relate to diabetes and high blood pressure. Are there symptoms of blood pressure or blood sugar issues, or is the only way to know by being tested by your physician? Okay, so question is about symptoms, high blood pressure and diabetes. Usually symptoms only occur when the problems are, are well advanced, okay? So in other words, you could be walking around with a blood sugar of 165, you know, fasting blood sugar, get up in the morning. That's way above the diabetic threshold, and you may not even be aware of it. Many people have high blood pressure and are unaware of it. They can be walking around with a blood pressure of 200 over 100, not be even aware of it. Now, sometimes they will have headaches with high blood pressure. And if your blood sugar, especially when it gets to above 160, uh, higher sugars, the higher it gets, it really becomes a problem. And let me tell you why. Your kidney can hold sugar to a certain extent. But once that blood sugar gets to be about 160, above that, it can't hold the sugar. And the sugar starts spilling out in your urine. And when the sugar spills out in your urine, it has a diuretic effect. So it pulls water with it. So when you have uncontrolled diabetes with high blood sugars, you know, 200, 250, and you get into that range, you'll often start seeing three things. You'll have more urination, okay? So we call that polyuria. You're urinating more because the high sugar going through the kidneys, pulling water with it, you're urinating more. What happens then if you're urinating more? Well, you're getting thirsty more, okay? So you have polyuria and we call it polydipsia. That means your thirst increases. And if the sugar is going out in your urine, it's not getting into your cells. And you can actually, on a cellular level, you can be starving, when all this sugar is going out in your urine, and so you have polyphagia, you have increased appetite. So someone says, boy, I'm eating more than I ever have, and I'm losing weight. This is so great, because I'm overweight, I wanted to lose weight. 
No, this is not so great. Your blood sugar is 350, okay? And you're exposing your body to these toxic high blood sugars, damaging your nerves, damaging your kidneys, damaging your eyes, okay? So don't wait until you have symptoms. Check, be proactive. If you have any questions, get your blood sugar, your blood pressure checked, and uh, keep following up on it. What other questions do you okay, have? Okay, this is concerning blood pressure. This gentleman asked, my blood pressure is at home, runs 130 over 72, but when I go to the pain clinic, it shoots up to 180 over 108. What causes that, and what can he do? Okay, we used to call it white coat hypertension, but now most of us uh, doctors, at least in the venue where I worked, we didn't wear white coats. So, But it's uh, when you get to the doctor's office... It's often that way. Many people, we see this, that their blood pressures run higher than they ever run at home. And the danger is that you'll get over-treated, okay? So the doctor puts you on all this medicine, and when you're at home, you're, you know, 130 over 80. Now if they give you blood pressure medicines to get you down from 180, well, you may be 80 or 90 at home, systolic, and you may get, be getting lightheaded. You could even pass out. So we always like to do what we call ambulatory blood pressures when you're at home. Check your own pressures. Bring your cuff to the doctor's office. Bring it to the pain clinic and compare with your cuff and the cuff that the doctor uses. If your cuff says 130 over 80 at the pain clinic and they say 180 over 100, the problem is not that your blood pressure goes up at the pain clinic. The problem is you've got a bad blood pressure cuff, okay? So let's just make sure that's not the problem. Okay, what else do we have? Okay, so could you please recommend the best times during the day to test your blood pressure? This gentleman tested, um, and he was at 140 over 80 after a noon meal, but 110 over 60 later in the afternoon and before bed. Does blood pressure rise after eating? Okay, so there's all kinds of things that can affect blood pressure. So we recommend if you have high blood pressure and you're on this program that you check your blood pressure three times a day. There's a number of reasons why pressure can vary. Let me give you one. Medications. Depending on what time of day you take the medications can affect what your blood pressure is. Some people tend to have their highest blood pressure reading of the day early in the morning. There are certain stress-related hormones that are high in the morning. Your blood pressure can be very high. Other people are very susceptible to the stresses of the day. Their blood pressure goes higher as the day progresses. And it's important to know that variation in blood pressure. When it comes to meals, meals tend to stimulate what we call the parasympathetic nervous system. And for many people, it's relaxing and blood pressure lowering. But depending on what you eat and other factors surrounding your mealtime, that can affect your blood pressure one way or the other also. So yes, it's important. Frequent blood pressure checks, I recommend at least three times a day. And if it's vastly different, talk with your provider. Sometimes we have to split medications up. For example, if you're, you're taking your medicines at night and your blood pressure is great in the morning, but before the next evening dose, your blood pressure is high, maybe you need to cut that medicine in half and split it up rather than just taking it once a day. And ultimately, we're trying to help you get off those medicines, but we want to keep your blood pressure as stable as possible as we're on that journey. What else do we have? Okay, if giving up sugar, can you substitute honey or stevia in place of sugar? Okay. So when we're going we're gonna to be focusing more on sugar intake this week as you go through the program. Um, I think it is day 17. And uh, again, whether you've got your, uh, your printout, your sheet there that has the goals, yes. So day 17, avoid hidden sugar. So that's coming up in just a few days. Um, the focus there is all sources of concentrated sweeteners. And um, among those sources would be honey. 
would be molasses, okay? Now, it's true, honey and molasses have a little bit more on the way of nutrients than, you know, than white uh, refined sugar. But we recommend that you try to get away from all of these concentrated sweeteners. Now, stevia is different. That is a natural sweetener, and uh, that I feel much more comfortable with. It will not tend to have those negative effects that the other concentrated sweeteners have. Okay, we have several bean questions here for you. Uh, when you say be big on beans, should we be avoiding canned beans and concentrating on home-prepared beans? Are canned beans okay? Okay, so canned beans. Canned beans are definitely a way to get beans. And if it's the only way you can get them, it's better than not eating them at all. We do recommend, if you have high blood pressure, that you soak those beans overnight Get the sodium out of them, as much sodium as you can, and pour that water off because often the canned beans are very high in sodium. But uh, it's a, a reasonable source of beans. But it definitely is a better option, and they taste a whole lot better. You can cook them more thoroughly. I have problems with digesting the canned beans, but I don't when we cook the beans at home. We talked about the supplements to avoid, but what are the best vitamin supplements to get if, they can't get them through their food. Okay, so we have, uh, we've talked about some supplements tonight that would be beneficial, like magnesium and omega-3 fats. Um, there are other things in our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. Uh, chapter 12 goes through a whole list of natural supplements that can help with blood pressure. We mentioned things like coenzyme Q10 and L-arginine. We mentioned hibiscus tea. So there are a number of natural things that can help. In the area of diabetes, if you just have diabetes and don't have high blood pressure, ginseng that we mentioned, actually uh, certain of the, in the ginseng family actually have blood sugar-lowering effects but can raise blood pressure. So you've got to watch that one. Um, an interesting one that we've used a lot of, a natural supplement, is guar gum and psyllium seed husks. So soluble fibers can help to stabilize blood sugar. So we'd have people uh, take these before meals, and it helps to blunt the rise in blood sugar after meal. By the way, beans do something similar. Okay? Now, just for the record, for those of you that are in the house and have questions, we need you writing those down. I think we have an usher in back who is, uh, or maybe Thomas could help us too, or uh, if you have questions, and just bring them up to our ladies here. So I know we're getting a lot of these questions. Uh, some have come through tonight. Others have come through during the week. Remember, if you're watching the daily videos and you get the texts, there's an option where you can send questions through to us, and we'll give preference to answering those next week. But go ahead. What else have we got? Okay, this lady is asking. She says that she's constantly cold with a cold nose, hands, and feet. Um, it's been debilitating to be cold and feel chilled both inside and out and have to sit right next to blowing heat all day. It's not an issue of thyroid issue, but poor circulation, which is serious. Can you please suggest what to do besides more aerobic or intense exercise? Okay, so the question has to do with poor circulation, okay? Uh, you know, cold hands, cold feet. And I told you the other night, and maybe this is why the question is coming up, and that is one of the things that you're at risk for if you have lower blood pressure is cold hands and cold feet. Remember, and I told you it was better to have cold hands and cold feet than heart attacks, strokes, blindness, kidney damage, right? So uh, now, but still, if you've got cold hands and cold feet, that's not fun either, especially as it gets colder out, right? So you can say, what do we do to help? Definitely, as the uh, questioner identified, doing more physical activity can be beneficial. Let me tell you about two other things that are very important when it comes to circulation. One is avoiding caffeine. 
Caffeine is a vasoconstrictor. That means it tightens blood vessels. Another common vasoconstrictor to avoid is nicotine. Nicotine is also a vasoconstrictor. It's also important to be well hydrated because if you're not well hydrated, the way your body maintains your blood pressure is by constricting blood vessels. If your blood vessels tighten up in your feet and hands, yes, it will maintain your blood pressure, but it will also make your hands and feet colder. I hope you found those questions helpful and instructive, but we've got to step away from the recording of the live session that I did a few weeks ago as part of a program that we called 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. If you're just jumping on, again, you can get all the videos free of charge, free handouts, free daily videos, all of them found at fortwayneadventist.org slash 30 days. If you just want the videos, if that's all you want, you can get those 30 free daily videos averaging about six minutes in length. You can get them simply by going to, you've got it, timelesshealinginsights.info. That's timelesshealinginsights.info. Well, we've got a lot more footage from the third and fourth sessions of our program. We don't have time to squeeze it all into the remaining time we've got in this show, but we do have some more great material coming up, especially important, an interview, a live interview with someone who's been going through the program. You'll enjoy practical insights and support that come from that. It's all coming up right after this. I'm Dr. DeRose. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. If a natural disaster comes knocking, how prepared is your family? You can't just close the door on earthquakes, floods, or hurricanes and hope they go away. That's why it's important to make a plan now. Ready.gov slash plan has the tools and tips you need to prepare your family for an emergency. So if disaster shows up at your doorstep, you'll be ready. Visit ready.gov slash plan and make a plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. What is a number story? My number story started with fear and a lack of support, and it has led me to be there for others. A number story begins in our childhood with ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. My number story begins with the separation from my father and the emotional abandonment from my mother and leads to me being a role model to not only myself, but those around me by becoming the person that wasn't there for me. ACEs are so common, two-thirds of us have one. My number story begins with drug abuse and homelessness and leads to realizing that I can live life by my own standards. A study found the more ACEs, the more likely we may experience a host of serious health effects, physical and mental, but that doesn't need to be the case. Your ACE number is simply an entry point to your own story. Where it leads is up to you. 
My number story begins with years of emotional abuse and leads to peace, clarity, and security in my self-worth. Take control of where your number story leads at numberstory.org. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to the final segment of today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We've been walking you through some of the high points of some support sessions that we were doing in a live venue in Indiana to help people going through a free 30-day program addressing diabetes and high blood pressure. We call it 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. If you have heard segments about this program in other editions of American Indian and Alaska Native Living, or if you've watched any of the segments that were actually recorded as part of these support sessions, you were introduced to a woman by the name of Sheila Adams. Sheila is someone who has experienced success going through the program, and as we were doing the program live in a group setting, Sheila decided she would do the program again. We have an interview segment with her as it was featured in that live program. That's coming up right now. Some of you feel like you've become friends with Sheila Adams, even if you had never met her before. Sheila was uh, with us in our very first program. Join me our second week. And we haven't heard from her in a couple of weeks. Some of you might be wondering, did I not have her on last week because she threw in the towel on the program and, and we'll never see her again? Well, good news is Sheila's here tonight. Sheila, why don't you come on up? You have been doing some very exciting stuff. I know because she shared a link with me recently. And uh, I'm going to just tell you what I did, Sheila. I, uh, I jumped on the journey, one eight four one. 34114.wordpress.com. Is that really the easiest way to get there? That's the link to the page. Okay, that's the link to the page. So I jumped on there, and I was excited. Well, you tell us what's up there. Well, it's just my journey since I began the program from the beginning when I started a year ago to where we are now. Okay. So it's going to give you a little explanation, a little history, a little background about me, and then it's going to take you day by day through each one of the journeys that you assigned us. Okay, and what I gathered is you're kind of blogging as you go through the program this time around. Is that right? So this is day 15 that's illustrated here. These are some of the graphics from your page. I was intrigued why you had these meal plans and cookbooks illustrated for day 15 on Trim Down. Well, it was important for me to have a plan. I've been doing this with my physician because I have arthritis and I have high blood pressure. And it was always to have a plan in place to make sure that when I lose weight and when the blood pressure goes down, the doctor can reduce the dosage. Excellent, excellent. And, and I'm glad you caught that message. It's so important. So many people don't realize how powerful lifestyle change is. If you're making dramatic lifestyle changes, you've got to be monitoring your blood pressure, your blood sugar, especially if you're taking medicines for those things, because you are going to need to have those tapered down. And that indeed has happened for you, right? Yes, it has. She's um, tapering me. She's starting to taper me, but not too fast because I had issues after I came off of the arthritis medicine, which raised my blood pressure because of the pain. Mm -hmm. But I have good news. It's starting to go down and the pain is starting to 
get under control. Good, good. Well, so this is exciting. I, I, was, I was really enthused about one of the days on there, and this was uh, day 17. You're talking here on day 17 where you talk about avoiding hidden sugars about your own uh, journey about that. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that, or am I putting you too much on the spot? No, it's just I found out there's a lot of hidden sugars and products that you purchase from the store. And I started reading the labels, you know, the informational and nutritional labels on your packaging. And I, I mean, on things that I had no idea that was sugar in it, I had to start really focusing more toward not using too many processed products uh-huh. and start going into more natural. This is great. So if someone wants to kind of share your journey with you, they can jump onto this website, The Journey 1841 right? That's correct. And, and you've got a place with every day where they can interact with you. Yes. And this is brand new. Am I understanding that right? It is. So you haven't had thousands of people yet engaging with you? No, I just had one person today before I got here. I was walking out the door when I got a ping on my phone letting me know that somebody was on the site and um, liked a post. And then I got another email saying someone wanted to talk to me about some stuff. Oh, that is great. So can I tell you why I'm excited about this? Sure. Not only is it chronicling someone's real-life journey, but I can see other people, Sheila, wanting to do this program in a month or two months or three, And this is a great resource because they may say, well, I don't want to just do this on my own. They may want to connect with you. Are Mm -hmm. are you okay with people doing that? I'm fine. Just jump on there. There's a spot in there where you can send me an email on the home page. And it'll come right to my phone. And then I can contact you at any point in time. This is great. So uh, here's the message for you. If any of you are just starting on the program, maybe you're not on day 21, and you've never gotten connected with a, a, a partner or someone to go through this program with you, Sheila is basically making herself available. Now, if you get maybe 10,000 people, you may not be able to keep up. Is that possible? <laughs> That's possible. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, any final comments, any words of encouragement for those who are maybe just starting or have been kind of sporadic with going through the daily challenges? Just follow the plan. Um, Dr. DeRose has put it in place for a reason, and if you follow it, you will be successful. Okay. That's what I got. Did we pay you anything to say that? No, you didn't pay me anything. I'm I'm living proof that it's working. Um, Even in this 30 days, I have lost weight. So. Excellent. The program works. Thanks for sharing your story, Sheila. You're welcome. Okay. It is exciting to, uh, to hear from people the progress they're making. And uh, it's been great to see uh, Sheila kind of re-engaging with the program and being willing to share her story. So all of you, as you implement these things in your life, you become agents of change as well. Let's go to this other resource we've got uh, for you. And the reason I put it in there is tomorrow's daily challenge is going to have to do with the value of fasting and tomorrow's uh, daily challenge. I want to give you some additional information because I find this is one of the topics that really engages people. Actually, not all that long ago, there was a physician in another state who contacted me doing some training with other people that are interested in health coaching and helping people in their community with their health. And they said, could you give us a lecture on fasting? Actually, I spent several hours with these folks, virtual session. And these are some of the things we walk through. We walk through the power of fasting when it comes to a host of conditions. And you'll notice the top two on this list that I have for you are the two that we've been focusing on, right? Right diabetes, 
and high blood pressure. Now, there's other conditions, too, that can be helped by fasting, inflammatory conditions, autoimmune diseases, even... Now, this was kind of a surprising one to me. Some years ago, when I was working in one of these residential lifestyle change programs, we were putting a lot of our patients with diabetes and high blood pressure on fasts. Several days, we would be pretty much a total fast, just a water-only fast. We had checked their blood work. We were monitoring them. So it's a little bit different than people just doing it on their own. But these folks would come in, and we started to notice that other people who didn't have high blood pressure or diabetes or autoimmune diseases, maybe they were just overweight. They said, well, we want to go on a fast too. You know, we want to fast for three days. And at first, I was kind of thinking, well, I don't know that that's the best. But I realized something very interesting as we started working with a variety of people. There's some kind of deeply held belief that many people have that if they miss a meal or don't eat enough, they're going to die. Now, I know some of you are smiling and you're laughing and saying, oh, come on now. I'm exaggerating a bit. But the point is, a lot of people think they just got to get all these calories in at every meal or something terrible is going to happen. And we found in working with people with, you know, binge eating issues and overweight, many of them, if they saw that they could survive for three days without eating anything, it was transformative for them. They said, like, what, I can miss a meal, you know, or miss two meals? Unfortunately, we've got to step away right there in this presentation If you're just joining us, I want you to get the whole presentation on fasting and get the free handout. It's all available on that single landing page where you can watch the four one-hour videos free of charge. You can get the links to all of the roughly six-minute average daily videos that will walk you through 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. That landing page, again, is fortwayneadventist.org slash 30 days. fortwayneadventist.org slash the number 30 and then days. And I want to tell you, for those of you that are health professionals, if you're worried about me talking about fasting for those with diabetes and high blood pressure, by the way, if you're not a health professional, We shared in that presentation, I shared how I don't want someone with diabetes or high blood pressure just fasting on their own for multiple days. This can be very dangerous. It can be life-threatening. But we talk about what does a safe fast look like? What are the cautions? What are the concerns? Fasting can be used strategically and beneficially even in individuals with high blood pressure and diabetes. If you've got questions about that, definitely check with your health care provider. Well, that is all the time that we have today. Hopefully, today's show has helped you connect with some great resources to help you with your diabetes and your high blood pressure. For all of us at American Indian and Alaska Native Living, I'm Dr. David DeRose wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.